and welcome back to another episode of Quick Bits, where we discuss and talk a little bit about the news articles, not so much focused on that, but focused more directly on God and His Word and the truth that He represents, and that maybe we can shed a little light on what's going on around the world, around this country, and give a direction and a path that He wants us to take. So in today's episode, I would like to talk about crucifixion or being crucified. So the uh, the article I'm kind of looking at right now is from CNN, uh, their their politics side, and it's uh, the article title is uh, FBI arrest Michigan gubernatorial however you say that gubernatorial our candidate on charges related to involvement in January 6th riot. So they're basically going after this candidate. This is a Republican candidate uh, running for a seat here, and basically they're trying to charge him for for whatever reasons that they are. They don't really say um, in this article. Uh, They haven't released that yet, but basically he's just, he's running for a seat, and, um, and they're trying to charge him for having anything to do or be a part of January 6th. So let's get into this article real quick. Um, uh, GOP Michigan uh, gubernatorial candidate Ryan Kelly was arrested Thursday morning on misdemeanor charges related to his involvement in the Capitol riot on January 6th, 2021, according to the Justice Department. Misdemeanor. Hmm. Misdemeanor charges, Okay. Uh, Kelly, 40, of of Allendale, Michigan, was arrested in Allendale on charges uh, steaming, stemming, steaming, huh, stemming from the January 6, 2021 Capitol breach, according to Bill Miller, a spokesman for the U.S. Attorney's Office in the District of Columbia. See, not everybody breached the Capitol there. They, they got to correct that there. There were some people, yes, that did break it. Not everybody broke in. Some people were let in. I mean, the the police, the guards there, actually opened the door for these people and let them walk in. And most of them stayed behind the ropes. Yes, there was a small group that went in there and was arguing and went in places that they shouldn't have been. That part is wrong. But not everybody breached. So that needs to be corrected there. Uh, it says, Kelly was released on bond later Thursday after making his initial appearance in federal courts in Michigan. He uh, greeted his supporters outside the courthouse after his release, giving thumbs up and hugs, according to local reporters on the scene, blah, 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 blah. Um, The Detroit FBI field office confirmed Kelly's arrest and said his home had been searched on Thursday morning. So they searched the dude's house trying to find anything that can go against him on on the January 6th rides. I can confirm FBI agents from Grand Rapids office executed an arrest and search warrant at Mr. Kelly's residence in Allendale, Michigan. At this time, I cannot provide any information on the nature of the charges against Mr. Kelly, said Mara Schneider, a public affairs office with the FBI's Detroit's office, in a written statement adding that she expected additional information to be forthcoming. Um, it says they've reached out to Kelly's campaign. Uh, it's, uh, it just gives a little more background of what he's done. So let's give a little more background here on him. In 2020, 
Kelly, a real estate broker, began leading rallies against COVID-19 lockdowns and mandates in Michigan, according to his website. He said he led rallies against the COVID restrictions at the state capitol in Lansingen and in Grand Rapids. Uh, the gubernatorial candidate added that he that he guarded a Civil War statue in his hometown of Allendale during protests of the summer of 2020. And I, I think it says, if, correct me if I'm wrong here, that it even says in God's word that we should um, not tear down our statues, our history. Uh, that's representation of where we come from and where we, where, where we, are, and where we are going. Um, a crowded field of Republicans is jockeying to face Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmore in what will be one of the nation's most closely watched campaigns this fall. And basically what it is, they're trying to stop a Republican to win the seat. And so they're going to throw everything at this man, in a sense, crucify this man, because he took any part in the January 6th rights. I mean, it shows a picture that it looks like he was there. It's kind of hard to tell if it was him. It, it kind of looks like him because um, he's wearing a hat and, and sunglasses. It probably is him. But that doesn't mean he was one of those people that actually breached. He could have been outside. But anyways, I digress on that. Uh, anything that has to do with that, they're trying to hang anybody. doesn't matter if it's him, a, a Republican, or just regular people. They're trying to crucify them. On, on that on on that day, which is it's kind of crazy. Anybody that goes against the the narrative, it's kind of like it's kind of like um uh the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Christ went against what they were doing, what they stood for. It, it, he took away their power, and they didn't like that. And so they did everything they could to get to him, and finally they were able to get to him, and they crucified him on the cross. They had n- no. No reason to. I know. I know it was part of God, part of God's plan, which we all know that. But they had no idea what they were doing, in that sense. I mean, in a sense, I guess you can say they they did, because they were trying to stop him from from taking their power away over the people, and they wanted that power over the people to control what their narrative and what they wanted. So I was just kind of thinking about thinking about all this and being you know being crucified so i have some scripture going along with this um this 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 fellowship with christ's death in the cruise and being crucified on the cross so here i've got a few scriptures i like to read uh romans 6 6 knowing this that our old man is crucified with him that the body of sin might be destroyed that henceforth we should not serve sin and 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 I guess before I get into all this, just to make sure that that's what Christ done. Christ sacrificed himself for the people for good. He stood up against those things that were wrong and what they were doing. In turn, he he, he was crucified for it. He sacrificed himself for it. And going against the sin, sin of the body, sin of the flesh, the lust, the power, the control. And he was going against all that. Um, Romans uh, 8.36, as it is written, as it is written, for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. So, anytime we go against their their uh, their narrative, um, that we will basically be for the slaughter, and that's what they're doing to all those people. There's still people 
in, in jail or in prison there for that right that have not been able to get representation. Some have, but there are some that are still locked away. What is it, two years now? They're still locked away, and they're not even get representation, can't even get out, can't even get a, a court hearing or anything like that. So they're there to destroy them. That's, that's kind of crazy. That's kind of messed up. Second uh, Corinthians 4.11, For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. And, you know, as I think, as I go, as I was going through this, I was just thinking about how we should be standing up for Christ, for God, for our Lord. And when we do that, they will come after us. They, we will be crucified. We should be making our, our stand now, not down the road, not later on, but now making our voices heard for God, for Christ, letting him know that we stand with him, that we stand for him. We are representation, representators, or however you say that word. Of, of our God, and our Lord, and our Savior, of Jesus. And we should be standing up for what is wrong. I don't agree with what some of them people did that day on the right. That was wrong for them going through the sanctuary and all that. That was, that, that was wrong. But the ones, you could stand out there and peacefully protest, make your voices heard, saying, no, this is wrong. We do not agree with this. We have that right. We have that freedom to protest, as long as it is peacefully and not destroying property, not burning down buildings, not causing harm to any other. But we have that right. And when Christ done that, when he stood up against that, they crucified him on the cross. Um, Galatians 2.20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. That's a beautiful thing there, that he gave himself for me. He gave his life for all of us so that we can be free from sin, free from death. That is, who, who, who do you know that would do that for you, that would actually sacrifice themselves for you? I don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't know. There might be some that would, but for the most part, I don't think so. I can't speak for everybody, but I, I really don't, I really don't know. That's just, that's just amazing that Christ was willing to sacrifice himself for us, for the greater good that we could have redemption. We can have a second chance at life. We can live forever with him in heaven. It's amazing. But the only way to do that is to choose him. The choice is is right there in front of you. We all have, that's what, he, that's what he's given us, is the ability to choose. The meaning, I don't know if it's the meaning of life, but it's very important that we recognize that, that he gives us a choice, and it's right there that we choose Christ. Uh, moving on, uh, let's see what else do I got. Um, let's see, uh, Colossians 2.20. Wherefore, if ye be dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world, why, as though living in the world, are ye subject to ordinances? There you go. And then Second Timothy 2.11. It is a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. That's very true. If Christ died for us, then he rose again on the third day and is, uh, is alive and well in heaven. And if, if he died and rose again, same thing for us. Because he lives, he dwells within us, and then we dwell within him. And if he's alive in heaven, then we are alive too. Then we will live with him. Uh, let's see. I have a few more that I wrote down. Let's look at Matthew 27, 22 through 23. Um. 
this is now now this is directing back towards those people who are in control, who are in power. I guess you can say, like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Um, Pilate saith unto them, What shall I do w- then with Jesus, uh, which is called Christ? They all say unto him, Let him be crucified. And the governor said, Why? What evil hath he done? But they cried out the more, saying, Let him be crucified. Man, isn't that isn't that just that's crazy? Like they there was no fault with this man, and they still wanted him to die. It's like these people here, like there's no, I mean, there's no fault going and having a peaceful protest, standing outside somewhere, making your voices heard, saying, "Hey, we do not agree with this." And it's like, nope, you go, that's evil and that's wicked. You're done. You're gone. And you know, it's like crucify him. Man, that's basically what they done there. Um, Galatians 5.25. Ooh, let's go find Galatians. Galatians, Romans, Corinthians. I always pass it. Am I the only one that does that? Galatians 5.25 says, If we live in the Spirit, let us also... Wait, I wrote the wrong one down, didn't I? Oh, that's all right. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. That's... Uh, oh, in 24, and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the fle- with the affections and lust. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. There you go, because Christ is alive and his Spirit dwells within us. Let us walk in that. Um, and then let's look at Galatians 6.14. says, but God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross, of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me, and I unto the world. He sacrificed himself for the entire world, world, not just a few, not just for a couple, but for everyone. And now I, I, I kind of look at all this as I'm going through this. Are we doing the same? Are we sacrificing ourselves? Are we standing up for the Lord? Are we, are we willing to be crucified with him? It seems not. It seems like we're just standing idly by and letting all these things go on. We should make our voices heard peacefully, as I keep saying, peacefully. Standing up for God and letting letting him know that we are with him and that let everyone else around us know that we stand for God and that these things are wrong. And then we will be crucified, too, in the end. It comes down to it. And I just hope we will be strong. We will be faithful we will not have fear and not let fear drive us and control us like they done with covid that was a fear tactic and that we should stand true and follow the lord and not allow these things to control us so that is the i guess the the question i pose to you will you be crucified with christ if you are you know or if you are saved if you have first have accepted christ as your personal savior first and baptized. That right there shows that we are been um, show that we are, are are saved, and then that we went through the death, burial, and resurrection, and that we are a new man, we are a new creature. So it comes down to it: will we stand up and be crucified for Christ? So I am going to leave it there. Let y'all dwell on that. And grace be to you, and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ.